0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito Com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See
1: official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello, friends. Welcome to Mav's Moneyball After Dark. Tonight, we're having a edition of group therapy because the Mavericks just fell to the New York Knicks 117 to 109. Now you might be asking Kirk, why aren't you more angry? Well, I've kind of gone through the stages of grief, you know, in-game grief, my frustration during it. This, uh, one felt like the Mavs were maybe going to pull out right up until that uh, New Orleans-Noel block to, to recap the game for anybody that was, uh, you know, tuning in, didn't watch a national TV game. Basically, the Mavs got off to a pretty ugly first start. Um, Julius Randle w- got off to a fantastic first quarter for the Mavericks. And Dallas was not really able to sustain any sort of defense all game. Um, and, you know, there were a number of, of really bad uh, refing decisions in this game, all of which went against the Mavericks for just enough points to make a difference. I don't think that was the difference in the game though. The Mavericks are, are if they're the better team than the Knicks, then they need to just beat the Knicks, is, is kind of the way that, that I take this one. And you know, the the Rick Carlisle had his his you know another game where I think he'll he'll give a, a cute quote post game about how uh, this one's on him because he played Luca and KP together the entire third quarter and they both needed to rest to start the fourth. Only problem was the Mavericks didn't gain any ground in the third quarter they played really good basketball right up until a short stretch and they entered the fourth quarter down just as many as they entered uh halftime down so when the fourth quarter came out they played a lineup of jalen brunson tim hardaway and jj reddick uh and and that was just i mean it was bad uh and then dwight powell too who who, who can't who can barely guard stationary objects um so things just kind of got out of hand uh, the Mavs bench, you know, Tim Hardaway had a very first, uh, had a very solid uh, first quarter, and then more or less disappeared. Jalen Brunson continued his recent trend of not being able to to um, play basketball well, <laughs> just putting it kindly. And then and and you know, it, it it just you know Redick actually had a nice game off the bench, which was nice. But I don't understand uh, not playing him with like almost all of his minutes with Luka or KP. Um, it is just kind of baffling to me. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, the Mavericks made a little bit of a run, but they were down too much. I mean, Luka and KP came back in, I want to say, with like seven and a half minutes left with down 10, and and that's expecting them to make that up uh, was, was really something. Um, I don't understand uh, Rick Carlisle's continued decisions to play Dorian Finney-Smith like he's the Mavericks' best defender all the time. Uh, he tried hard, but expecting him to guard Julius Randle was questionable. I don't know. Did he play a lot? I don't remember Maxie playing on him in the first quarter. Someone can correct me on that um, if, if it's a thing. But it was just, you know, it wasn't wasn't good enough. I, I don't know how to put it otherwise. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've talked to a lot of people lately. You know, I, I chat with people all day long in DMs, and, and I chat with people on these things. And a lot of people like telling me how good the Mavericks defense is. And I know what the ratings say. I do. I'm not stupid, but I know what my eyes tell me and the Mavericks are capable of playing good defense, but they are not consistently a good defensive team. It's one thing to play bad Eastern conference teams. That, that does make a difference. It does. I I just, I don't know what's happening here. Um, all right. So let's bring some people up to talk about this, but here's the deal guys. I, I don't want to be talking for 45 minutes tonight, if you guys don't mind. So so let's, let's talk. Let's, let's not be too grumpy about it. You know, group therapy is about getting on our feelings, but I don't want to, you know, beat the same dead horses. All right, guys. All right. Coming up first is Christian Christian. What's up?
2: Hey Kirk. How you doing? Okay.
1: Okay. You know, all things considered for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, uh, and this isn't necessarily just a Mavs thing. I watched, uh, The Kings and Suns last night, and the Kings were getting screwed all night. But, I I mean, there were so many missed calls, and it all went against the Mavs. But I viewed the kind of tipping point of the game a little bit differently. Um, And it was the way the game was going, I thought Carlisle should have challenged it, was at the end of the third quarter when we were trying to do a two-for-one KP gets a put back and is fouled. I have no idea how it could possibly be a ball out when KP is fouled in the air, gets the basket to go in, and the way that I look at it, because Randall comes down and, you know, we miss the shot after we uh, get the ball back. It's, you know. That was big. Yeah, that was real big. Yeah, and I thought it – I said it at the time – but I thought Carlisle should have challenged that I don't see how we would possibly lose that and but how see just... I don't
1: think you can challenge the type of foul I I really don't think you can challenge whether it's on the floor or not because it would I agree with you is it was a conti- like it was a straight-up continuation like KP was in the air like how do you call a ball like unless you know they're calling the fact that he pulled him down before he touched the ball which which was the case there but I, I'm pretty sure that they that 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 you can't actually challenge because it's like you we've seen this on replays throughout the year where there was one earlier game where Luca got like mugged on a sideline out of bounds and he had thrown the ball and it hit the sideline itself but it was very very close and as they're continuing to look at the re at the replay you just see Luca get hit over and over and over again but you can't actually that's not that's not what is allowed to, to be called so it's got to be something like that because Carl is usually pretty pretty judicious about using his challenge. That one was so obvious because it was—it's exactly what you're talking about. It was very clearly a a foul in the act of sh- you know either in the act of shooting. I don't know. It is frustrating, but you're right. It was, it was it was a little annoying for me.
2: Yeah, and so I viewed that as a tipping point. I think uh, the refs were just atrocious. But at the end of the day, you know, it was relatively close in the fourth and. I don't know what it was. I mean, Luca was doing such a great job of passing in the first yep. three quarters, and then started, you know, kind of heaving them. And I, I just felt, you know, there when it's a still within reach like that, we just have to be smart and take it possession by possession. Sure. And it was a bit frustrating, but I, you know, when I made the comment, I can't. I believe it was actually this morning of. Uh, you know, I almost wish the Mavericks, um, you know, played a tougher schedule in a sense because we played down. I don't think that was one of these games. I, I thought the effort was there, even though the the defense was just poor. Uh, mm-hmm. Randall dominated, et cetera. But you know, nonetheless, it's a pretty dejecting game. And you know, the to be honest, what I, I've really just settled into, we're going to be a play in team the thing I'm most afraid about and fear the most is it looks like the warriors will probably be the eight seed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's still plenty of time
1: for me not to worry about that, but, but Christian, I, I thank you for coming up. Thanks Kirk. Appreciate you having me as always. All right, man. All right, so before we go to the next person, I do at least want to talk about some of the things that that I did find that was you know sort of silver lining, so to speak. You know, KP started one of six in the first quarter, finished eight of twenty. Uh, so so he made you know seven of his net. I mean, he he hit fifty percent from there on out, uh, and and a couple more really should have gone down for him. Um, I thought he rebounded the ball nicely, which was which was something. You know, Luca, uh, there was some interesting. I got some you know some interesting messages where it's like, why isn't Luca, you know, trying to finish at the rim more. And I like when he tries to get people involved early. There's some, you know, flow like argument. It's like, okay, well, if he doesn't get going in the first quarter then the Mavs, don't get going, but really their defense was a problem. Uh, Luca had 19 assists that ties his career high. Like he, I love it when he's moving the ball like this. And frankly, I like it when the Mavericks are able to hit their shots. That's, that's really something um, positive going there. So, all right, coming up next, uh, Jose. Hello, hey
3: Kurt. Jose, what's How going on? I'm oh, good, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, just uh, frustrated. I mean, um, some of the the things I wanted to touch on is is the defense. Like the statistics say, oh, we're a great defensive team, but when you watch them, they don't close out. Like uh, there's just too much space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's frustrating because it's like you hear the numbers, but when you see, it, it's just not there. Yeah. And then um, in the first quarter, it's kind of like like it, it was big. It you could see there was a lot of open baskets just open for the Knicks. Uh, I want to say that uh, I'm happy for Julius Randle just because he's a <laughs> local guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> But uh other than that, like I'm I'm disappointed the Mavericks lost. And um you I just do not like the the lack of energy in a lot of these games. They sure. they try to play um uh, like I think it was like a minute left in the fourth and they try to you know play real up close and try to act like they want to win but it's too late at that point you let julius Randle go for 40 you let him basically dominate you you let rj barry get a tip in off his mid shot it's kind of like like where's this energy from start to finish and it's just frustrating
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well I mean there there's there's some things that I did like about it so in the in the second third and fourth quarters you saw a lot more KP action at the rim where he was cutting and diving um, there were some there's some things to take away from this and and house Mavericks who's in the chat you know noted it's just flat out difficult to beat a team that shoots 50% from three which uh, is what the Knicks did and he's right um, somebody I thing is Elijah uh, sent sent me a, a, a DM today that basically pointed out how teams are shooting Something like – like teams are shooting lower than – the Mavs' three-point defense has been pretty good this year. The thing about three-point defense, though, is that it seems to be entirely random. Where, like, the first ten games of the year, the Mavericks uh, defended the three very well. Um, and then when, you know, the COVID stuff happened, all of a sudden teams started just bombing away. Which was yeah. – was re- you know, it, and that just is kind of going to happen. Every now and again, you get a game like this where teams hit. I mean, Julius Randle was 6 of 11. I did not like to kind of – in terms of closeouts, I did not like a lot of, of Dorian's closeouts on him. Um, he right. had some, like, just clean looks, and, and I felt that was just very disappointing. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – this is just one of those – I really, you know, look, like you guys have heard me in here. I've done this for two years now where I, like, scream into the wind about stuff that I, I really shouldn't. But I'm, I'm just – I'm frustrated from a big picture about this game, but I'm not sure what the Mavericks could have done differently – other than maybe start the game with more energy, like you mentioned, you
3: know.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't get with Mark Cuban uh, like having this bona pick with the play-in tournament because he voted for it, and then also right. like, like if we're good, like they hype us up to be. Uh, we shouldn't worry about a downplay in tournament. Our record should be better than what it is, and our effort on the court should be better than what it is. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, and there's still time to make it up. But you know, it's it's another it's a loss against the team as as the, the the Blazers got you know bailed out by some questionable stuff and and won against the Spurs. So now the Mavericks fall back again, and it's it's the, like that's what I mean by big picture frustration. So I, I totally feel you there. But uh all right, well thanks for coming up, Jose. You got anything else?
3: Uh yes. <laughs> one one last thing. <laughs> uh can we please stop getting overhyped about a win? Like no. like I love Lucas Magic Shot. <laughs> <laughs> but big picture like like you say, you know you know, like we gotta Constantly look at this team and reevaluate a game in and game out. Sure. And really see the debt of this team. No,
1: uh, but, that, but that's,
3: you, that's the only thing.
1: You got to enjoy the stuff too, though, because like that Memphis game was dog shit. I had like four <laughs> pages of notes and was ready to come in here, grumpy as all get out. And you know what? I didn't have to, because Lucas saved <laughs> it, and we didn't have to talk about the myriad of problems that happened in that game. And you know the problems that, that were happening tonight were really—I I actually thought the Mavericks played a much better game. It's just they didn't play good enough, long enough. And and it's, right. it's just—but you're right. It's it's—I I feel the frustration. It's just that you know, the Bobby Corral had had some thoughts about not getting too high, not getting too low. I mean, I have a hard—it's good advice. I, I have a hard time with that myself. Mm-hmm. So, well, thanks, man, for coming up. I appreciate it. Thank you for
3: bringing me up. All right, man.
1: All right, coming up next we got Jason. Hey Jason. Hello, hello. Hey. All right.
4: I don't I mean, I'm just gonna go back to what Tim was saying. The Knicks shot fifty percent from three and we shot thirty three percent from three. Like I don't I mean this I mean that's all this game really was. And like I don't I don't know. There's not really much to talk about this game in my opinion. It's like the Knicks shot made shots and the Mavs didn't, and maybe there's some stuff Luca did. Oh, he could have been more aggressive earlier, but this is all just wishy-washy. Like, I don't really care about this game in general in the sense that we make big proclamations about it. Right. I think there is some argument to, that, to the fact that, okay, Luca had a bad three-point shooting night again. But and yeah, so this mean yeah. that his legs are starting to get tired, that this team is a little too short, shallow, and, you know, we need to try to lengthen out this rotation. And I've, I think I've been saying this for a months now. I think they should try to do this. It, I know it's hard to do that when you're battling for your life and you're battling for the sixth seed, but... Honestly, at this point, I'm just like, okay, if, you make, if you're in a playing tournament, it is what it is. I think yeah. making sure these guys are healthy, making sure Luca's healthy, KP is healthy, and these guys just don't go down with an injury. You saw what Donovan Mitchell just did like, this tonight. It's right. horrific. Just make sure these guys get through this fucked up season, all right? And that's a win. I, I mean, that's just a fact. I don't know. It's like, this team was never going to win this championship. I wanted this team to win a first round series, but that's probably not gonna happen at this point. We just have to be realistic about this. So it's like we have to adjust our expectations and say the team could be better, but realistically they're not gonna be. And you know, a good good, not great team has nights where they overperform and nights where they underperform. It's just one of those nights where it just
1: didn't work out. I mean, do you still I still think they can make, make the, the, the sixth seed. I really really I mean agree. I think they should be favored to make the sixth seed, but if you have the choice of okay. making the sixth seed
4: or writing Luca and KP and making sure they go back to backs and you have to play all the back to backs. Sure. I'm fine with KP and Luca taking one of those games off. And maybe they're off by one or two games that cost them to six seed.
1: I think that's yeah. well, that's probably in the plan anyways. I mean, as as we've seen during the year, what makes sense at the time is is, is kind of thrown out the window in favor of a plan which we don't have access to. That much is obvious. Uh-huh. Like the just the the rotations, the things that happen, the 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 game to game stuff. There's so, like there's a ton of information that we don't have data to, and the Mavs won't answer anyways. Even even if the journalists that that do talk to the Mavs could could ask the questions. There's there's I don't know. There's a plan. It, it, we're just never going to know what it is.
4: I'm fine with the plan in the sense that Dirk literally set up, sat out a playoff series. He literally sat out a playoff series. I think it's like 2002 versus the Spurs or something. Yes, it I was. Mean, yeah, the ankle. Mm-hmm. The ankle. He literally sat out a playoff series. And look, I mean, we could have, you know, rode Dirk and maybe we could have made it to Western Conference Finals that year. I'm sure that yeah. could have well, worked. But
1: you that was the year they should have won the ring. Career.
4: But yeah. you know, we saved Dirk's career. I feel it's like. He didn't really have big entries until the last part of his career, and part of that just load management. And it's annoying for us, the fans, to be like, yeah. "We just lose a game, or we're not taking these games seriously."
1: But this is just how the NBA works now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's. This game though had some really like cool moments. It just they came too late, and there were just enough bad bad things going on. Like, I, Dorian. You know, continues to kind of do low key things to really win me over on offense, and then on defense, he's just asked to do too much. And then, I mean, like, just he, the, he just not put him on Randall. That is just horrific. I it's a, understand a, that. Maxi played a ton of minutes, and I don't remember any of them. Is that <laughs> like that? I just mean, is, he's been, is weird to me.
4: I mean, he just don't have his shot right now. which is it's hard yeah. to play Maxie if he's not making shots. So no, yeah, he played. He played shallow. twenty.
1: 28 minutes, six points, one rebound, two assists, one steal. He did have some cool blocks. That's two. I remember that. But yeah, well, Jason, you got anything else? Nah, I'm good. Chill out, everyone. I, 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 the, the, the chat's pretty pretty low key. All things considered. All right, coming up next, we got Tyler.
3: Tyler, Tyler, my man, what's how's going, it going on?
5: Uh, good. So a couple things. Uh, it it kind of sucks being back to that square we were before the Memphis game right. where. So Portland lost and extended their lead on us, and Memphis – or Portland won, my mistake. Portland won, Memphis won, so and we lost. So we're right back to where we were, where we're still kind of in that danger zone, uh-huh. which is frustrating. But uh the thing that concerned me about this game was the fact that, like, it didn't look like it was a fluky game from the Knicks. I know they shot 50% from three, but, like, we didn't really stop them from shooting threes very well. And so, like, moving forward, it's kind of concerning that, you know, we just kind of, it looked, it looked kind of like it should have. Like, they just kind of beat us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and. <sighs> This is where, if we really want to like get into the weeds, this is where I question some of the like the, the starting lineup at this point. Josh Bow, even though he's he's on leave, chimes in and Mavs Moneyball Slack every now and again, and he's just like, I, I think Hardaway out to start, it, <laughs> you know, just to give them like some sort of burst of offense. Because it's if the defense is is what it is, which is uh, the kind of thing where they can play very well, but they just have moments and lapses where it's oh. just garbage. Then why not go out and score some points? Because the Mavericks are a preposterous nineteen and zero when they win the first quarter. <laughs> so right. if you you look at the record, that means that they have that that the other games they are uh, eleven
5: and twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs>
1: So, how about we win the first quarter, right, guys? And, and like, if uh, we're
5: gonna give up one hundred and seventeen or whatever it is to the Knicks, you might as well do what we did last year and lean into scoring at least 118. I, I mean, one eighteen. This,
1: this is this is my jam. I prefer the. I, I don't know. I like I like watching Luca pass to scores who can hit something. And Richardson didn't even have a bad game. He really didn't. But it's just
5: he's yeah. one of his better games in a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's just I, I he he I don't feel his impact on the game. Um, it, he I don't know. This is this his only is, meaningful
5: it, it, play was the steal at the very end, and then he turned around and missed the baseline jumper. So
1: yeah, which was her, that was it's just like such a horrendously broken shot. I will say his cut to the basket and he dunked for Luca was really cool. That was I love that. But yeah, that yeah, was great. It, that that's just like if, if we want to get in the weeds and talk about what can be done differently, that's something that they have to look at. To me, because like Richardson, if they're not going to play him on. It's like, again, once again, he doesn't guard anybody. He's the guy who's brought in for defensive reasons, uh, and leaving uh, Seth, and he didn't do anything. So, I don't know.
5: <laughs> and I also thought it was funny that for everybody who was uh, kind of like looking really deep into the Luca KP relationship, uh, whenever KP picked up that tech and then uh, I think got hit on the Randall dunk, <sighs> that Luca was the one who was uh, yelling at the ref for him to uh, call I'm the out. That's what
1: I kept trying to point out to people tonight, was that Luca yelling at the ref had much more to do with everyone else, not his own fouls, because he got to the line plenty. I mean, he got hit a ton, but he was really, because Barkin, KP had, a, had a, a cut down the lane and threw down a pretty fantastic, like, highlight dunk, and got hit again, and just nothing. And I, I, I don't know. I, I hate being a refs guy, because I spent most of the mid-2000s being a refs guy, and it's not fun. So, so I, it, it, you know, the offense just wasn't good enough, and the defense wasn't good enough, and therefore the Mavs lost. How do we like that for analysis?
5: All right. Also, uh, last thing: what is a shooting foul?
1: Oh yeah, we don't know. It's uh, it's but scholars say that the that the interpretation of an actual shooting foul has been lost to time, so we don't know what it is. So, well, Tyler, right. thanks well, for coming so up. You got, so I got anything got. else?
5: Appreciate you having me on. Of course, that
1: buddy. Is, have
5: yeah, a good yeah, one. Appreciate you having me on.
1: All right, coming up next, I'm going to let uh, Tim Yeager jump the line because he's my coworker. Hi,
6: Tim. Hey, man. We forget two weeks ago we played this same exact team and they scored 86 points. And then tonight they go off for 120, shooting 50% from three. Julius Randle, 40 and 10. Uh, RJ Barrett had a nice game. I mean, it's what you said and joked <laughs> right before uh, with, with Tyler of just saying, hey, bad offense bad defense you lose so right. it was just yeah bad game um tough game lineups were weird uh the end of the second and the end of the third quarter both ended in a three for the knicks which is just like a bit deflating um yeah. to, for them to go up four and then you know Luca is a plus minus is a tell all but you tweeted this about Brunson but you know Luka's a plus 5 for the game Brunson's a minus 20 in only 16 minutes so which goes to just show
1: really how how few shots he hit i yes. mean I, if this were a different game and i want to watch this for a while i would i would talk more about brunson and and it's been joked people have said you know you need to go back to hating on brunson it it seems to fuel him um but I need a few more games of some of the weirdness from Brunson offensively to be worried, and frankly, he's been too good all year. I think he bounces back. Um, he just he was gonna miss some shots at the rim over a few games after it was pointed out that he was leading the league in the restricted area. Like that's just that's hard to do.
6: So, yeah, I mean, he had a great game versus Memphis. He was knocking down a lot of his shots. Um, right
1: tonight, I mean, cute. he had a,
6: he had a few um, pretty good drives to the rim, finishing with his left. Um, but outside that, the offense just deflated in the fourth. I think midway through the fourth, we had, had eight, eight points. points. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so it's just not going to win a game. And so Luka KP, like you said, gets subbed in the seven-minute mark, down twelve. Um, yeah, it's just that's too much.
1: Yep, yep. And I think we've we it's
6: you know this is just kind of the
1: way these things go. There's not too much to beat the dead horse about it. But uh, all right, I'm going to bring up uh, Taylor,
5: who's been waiting. Hey, Taylor. <laughs> They can you hear me. Hey, yep, you sound great. All right, hey, you can probably just hit me off because I was going to ask about the refs as well, and I also hate being a ref guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it just seemed like it just seemed like there was a few times, three, I think, they took points basically off the board because. It... Mm-hmm. We lost you there. You still there? Oh yeah, Can you hear me. Yep. Sorry, it seemed like there was a couple times where it would have the Mavs would have had an and one or got to the free throw line and called it off, and miss a shot, and then it's, oh, hey, yeah, look. those are momentum hit, busters. The Knicks hit a three. <laughs> it yeah. seemed like that happened a few times. And, and yeah. You know, overall, yeah, you're not going to win when the Knicks shoot 50% from three, but it just seemed like the time when it could have gotten, you know, the one. Are you throwing up
1: your mic, man? Sorry, it's really phasing in and out. All right. All right, well, thank you, Taylor. We appreciate that. Um, Okay, coming up last is going to be our longtime friend, Doug, to bring us some perspective, I hope.
7: Hi, Doug. Hey, Kirk. You know, uh, this was one of those that I'll I'll add to the list of wins at the end of the season. You're going, man, we just shouldn't have lost this game or that game, whatever. But again, it's probably not going to be that big of a thing. I guess one of just watching the game tonight, and I know this is you know mostly we're talking about the Mavs, but I'm pretty impressed with what Julius Randle has done to change his game. Um, he uh, he was basically a low post only uh, player for the first four or five years of his career, and now he actually has a game. And it wasn't it's not just tonight, but he has a game where he he actually can face up. Uh, and knock down threes, and so it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, he's he's he's
1: really impressive. Um, there's a lot of people, a lot a lot of people that are asking, you know, why didn't the Mavs go after him at any point ever? And I mean, twenty seven year olds rarely have breakout seasons. Is is my answer to this? I mean, I'm uh, great for him. He needs a, he gets the ball a lot. You know, it's. He's obviously – he's a super Mavs all-star, but he's just having a great all-around year. He plays very well every time he comes to Dallas. I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he went to Prestonwood Christian Academy. Yeah. So, you know, he's likes playing at home. So,
7: Well, and, and it's – like I said, it's crazy because I'd even looked up before the game because I was trying to, to think, wow, it, I just don't remember him being able to hit threes and all that. In his four years as a Laker, he only hit, made – 37 threes in four years in four seasons and <laughs> right. so you know tonight he had five so <laughs> it just just that alone he's, uh, he's changed his game you know because i was one of those people that people that thought as he was leaving the lakers it, you know if the mavs should make a run at him but he was an old school four at that time he, uh-huh. he didn't have that part of a game and so no. he's
1: yeah. super impressive he's he really and barrett you
7: know, works very well
1: with him, which is surprising to me because Barrett was a guy at Duke who just had like he, he ran. He was like Luca ran through a fax machine six times, like highly inefficient, <laughs> couldn't hit shots. And I read a story just the other day about how the, the they've been tinkering with his shot for a couple of years now. And it just he looks good. He looks real good. And and they
7: they've, they've built something there. So good for them. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely one of those nights that uh, I wish things would have worked out better. But uh, all things considered, uh, again, the Mavs are tired, and I wish they could have a couple extra days off. But uh, they've got the Kings on Sunday, so
1: that'll be something. That game will be fun.
7: All right, we got one last person who I invited
1: up on stage, and he had to write the recap tonight. So Ben, what's going on, dude? Yeah, hey,
8: uh, hey Kirk, I just I don't know. I'm just feeling not. Uh, I don't, a lot, this team has made me angry a lot this year. A lot. And <laughs> I've ranted about it a little bit in the Slack and on Twitter. Um, this one, I don't know. I'm just Maybe I also said this in the Slack that I've just lost the capacity for anger at this team. It's just all <laughs> been wrung out of me over the course of the last three to four months. Uh, but I'm just not mad about this one. It felt just like one of those end of the season, the grind of the year is just getting to everybody. Uh, I mean, like, you know, I think everybody said it, that, you know, Richardson had a pretty good game. He had 14 points. Uh, Hardaway had 16 points. Uh, I think, you know, Brunson only had six. Uh, yeah. I think, um, somebody else, oh, Finney Smith had 13. I mean, like, usually when they get numbers from like that, they, you know, they, they win the game. It was just kind of a weird game. Luca and KP were, you know, they finished with like 22 or 23, now. I think. Yeah, yeah. They, they were all right. It's just a weird game. Just low energy the whole time uh, you know well the, uh, I'm, the I'm energy at like... home
1: the energy at home concerns me i mean they're 500 at home now and and, yep. and that that is super frustrating to me and that's something that they've got to be they've got to figure out because you you, you just got to win ball games at
8: home yeah, i don't know i don't know yeah no there's just there's just a certain really good teams have a certain thing where you, you know, you win the games you're supposed to win, you win at home, you, you know, don't have these games where, you, you know, you just throw the game away like they do some of these games in the past. And, and they've had these rough stretches with the health and safety protocol guys being out for you know, a lot of games. And, um, you know, some of these games where they've decided to sit these odd, you know, the odd sitting schedules that they have where they've decided to throw away some games, but not others. It's, you know, I, th- I think a loss like this—if the Mavericks are at a little bit of a better record—you know—we're not as upset about it. But I mean, so I, I like I said, maybe I've just lost the capacity to be angry at this team. But um, I'm, I'm just—you know—this just felt like one of those usual losses to me. Um, sure. Didn't do the things that they usually do that make me so angry. So. Yep. Definitely. Now
1: we get a day off, and then they play again on Sunday, uh, and we'll you know hopefully be back here talking uh, talking a little bit more. About positive things because, uh, if if uh, you know, the Kings are uh, a, a team you get right against if, if you play with pace, so they're, they're they're a weird group of guys. So, all right, well, everybody, thank you for hanging out. Um, Ben, thank you for writing the recap. Check out mapsmoneyball.com. We did a ton of work the last uh, basically 72 to 96 hours, uh, tons of posts. We got three, two or three more things tomorrow uh panda hank 41 put out a cool video that ben did another story on which is is going to go up tomorrow and um you know doyle has a piece up in the morning about how the playing works and why which i wish it wouldn't have mattered but uh, of course it's now back in the back in the mix all right folks everybody have a good saturday we'll talk to you sunday night
7: today's
4: episode is brought to you by cars.com